Hello, hello, good evening. This is the Bella Unicorn broadcasting from CPV 101.9 FM Victoria on the unceded, unsurrendered territories of the Lekwungen with Saint peoples. This land now referred to as Victoria, British Columbia. Syndicating on CKXU 88.3 FM, the traditional territories of the Blackfoot Confederacy, otherwise known as Lethbridge, Alberta. And welcome to In the Realm of the Velvet Unicorn, where uncensored hip-hop is celebrated. Listener discretion is advised. You may even gain some inner wisdom learning about the crystal of the day. And the crystal of the day is Rainbow Obsidian. And obsidian is one of my favorite stones that I have personally used for processing grief um, and an ally during periods of grief. And I feel like whether or not you are consciously tapped into what is happening in Gaza, the collective is deeply impacted by the grief, the trauma, the violence um, that is happening over there, and Rainbow Obsidian can be such a good ally right now, and Obsidian is actually a really interesting crystal, like just from the basis of how it's like physically formed, and basically it's formed from when lava comes out of a volcano, and then when it hits the air, and it like turns into stone, it turns into Obsidian, and it's like a really quick cooling process and it's like a glass almost like texture and I you know I feel like that is so similar to the energy of grief and you know what it feels like when somebody that you care about dies or just when you hear about death in general and just that like quick transformation of that energy and I don't know if you've ever witnessed anyone who has physically died but that is also a really interesting um, experience and just such a drastic shift in energy. But we'll talk more about Obsidian later on in the show. We're going to get to some music now. I've got a track here lined up from Genocide. And the track is called Zionist Agenda. And this album was actually released in 2011. It is called Classified Intelligence. So this album is over 12 years old. But this track is as relevant as ever. But before we get to this track, I want to get to a clip from Yahya, who is the president of the Muslim Students Association here at UVic, and he is talking about the context in which the conflict in Gaza started. And then we'll get to the track from Genocide. Here's Yahya. A mistake the world makes, me included, is we only kind of pay attention to Gaza when something absolutely despicable happens, like right now, like the bombing of thousands. Now we pay attention to what's going on in Gaza, and now we want to care about the people of Gaza but when even when they're not being bombed even when there's no like like I don't even want to say war even when there's no bombing when there's no direct attack from from Israel they're still under brutal occupation it's not like their life is good it's not like they're living in in harmony uh, which is why which is precisely the problem we had with Kevin Hall's statement is he paints it out to be like this this story where everyone was in harmony until the Palestinians attacked that's not true in any way shape or form the palestinians life for the palestinians have never has never been good what what they mean by peace what they mean by by harmony when they say oh like everything was peaceful and then the, the palestinians attacked then they mean peace for the israelis they mean as an israeli life was good as an israeli you know you didn't have to worry about water you didn't have to worry about food you weren't confined 
to a little strip of land for an Israeli. For a Palestinian, though, you are confined to this open-air prison. Your resources are controlled. I think there's 50 to 60% unemployment in Gaza. Life in Gaza is, is not, it's not good in any way. Not good as an understatement. Life in Gaza is awful. They're under, they're under occupation. They're under blockade. Constant siege. So when people like Kevin Hall highlight, oh, like the, they, they, when they cut a snippet of history out to act like it started on October 7th, it's extremely disingenuous because it paints a false picture. It's like if I ask you, you know, let's say um, a group of 10 people come into your home and they murder your family. Well, what do you do? You're going to say, of course, I'm going to defend myself against those people. They're despicable. They killed my family, etc. Okay, what if I, what if I um, expand the picture? What if I tell you those 10 people were your slaves and you're a slave master in like the 1500s or something? Then the story is different now. The story is not just 10 people came into my house and murdered my family and now I'm getting revenge. No, the story is you're oppressing these these people, these these people who are you, you've taken as your slaves, you've oppressed them for years and years and years, and they've had a revolt. That's not to say that your family deserved to die, that your maybe child deserves to die, but it is to say that there's, there's more to the story. It's not like 10 people breaking, it's, it's people who have been oppressed. They... they are the ones who could say they are defending themselves, maybe not by killing your family, but they're the ones who have been the victim, right? You are not the victim in that scenario. Once I expand the, the picture, you are no longer the victim. This thing is an entire mess. Uh, the Palestinians are virtually in like a concentration camp. They have a few small missiles, but it's so minor compared to the firepower of Israel, who has nuclear weapons, and uh, they can turn off all the food and all the water and, and whatever they want to the people in Palestine. Yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I want your attention. Let me take you back to 1897 in Basel, Switzerland, Zionist Convention with Theodore. Herzl and rest of the henchmen The session of we the two returns to Zion 1903, the Aliyah be arriving Supported by the British Pro-Zionist-minded rocks of Judea Stood in the way of white men Aided with the Arthur Balfour Declaration Working with Rothschild, another Freemason America joined up, approved the migration Palestinian land, they began taking Civilian resettlement, planned partition Many got killed from their own home Driven, the war got built with no opposition, West Bank guards are resembling a prison. <laughs> I have a dream. One day to see the liberation of Palestine. I, 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 I have a dream. One day to see the liberation of Palestine. <laughs> I have a dream. One day to see the liberation of Palestine. <laughs> I have a dream. One day to see the liberation of Palestine. I'm not anti-Jew. I'm anti-oppression. Anti-Zionism. Anti Aggression, American aid, add fuel to the engine. American made guns be the murder weapon. They blaming Hamas for the fear and commotion. But how would you feel if your land was stolen? Living in a prison, your spirit is broken. Have your fam there, can you fathom the notion? Coming from a war zone, I know what it's like when you running for your life in the middle of the night. The Israeli Defense Force, we need to indict for war crimes committed with illegal apartheid. My people rise up and oppose the oppressor. Let everybody in the world know the agenda The West want peace, but don't apply pressure yeah. Pro-Zionism, they support terror <laughs> I have a dream One day to see the liberation of Palestine I, 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 I... 
And, you know, I think it's really important to point out that a lot of Palestinians who are being killed right now, like, they are not like having funerals for them or giving them like the rights of the dead that they would normally be entitled to. If they're lucky right now, they're being buried in a mass grave, which is horrific to think about. But the reality is that a lot of people's bodies, like they're not even able to bury them right now. They're being left to rot on the street or wherever under the rubble. And, you know, I think it's important to be calling that out and to speaking um, about that and like the grief and the trauma that that creates for family members who, you know, are are left and who have been forced to, you know, evacuate to the south where the terror continues. But anyways, I'm not going to stop talking about it until it stops happening. And, you know, I really think that it's important to be speaking up about what is happening in Palestine and to be thinking critically about the media that we're being fed here in Canada. But anyways, I hope you have an amazing week. I'll catch y'all next week. This is the Velvet Unicorn signing off, leaving you with a track from Mohammed Asif called Dami Palestine. أنا نهلي أنا فديهم أنا دم فلسطيني 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 أنا دم فلسطيني